0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church here in wonderful Leeds. We come to the final of our reflections in 2 Timothy. So it's 2 Timothy chapter 4 and I'm going to read verses 9 to 22 where Paul turns to personal remarks about various individuals and the title for the reflection is which path before that we're also going to conclude our verses in psalm 37 and before that we pray together lord as we come to the end of this particular journey and get ready to begin another one we pray for strength for our own journeys through life And we pray for strength with our ongoing journey through God's word. We praise you once again that your word is life and health and peace to us. May that be our experience today as we read, as we reflect, as we meditate on your word. We ask this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. So we pick up verse uh, 34 of Psalm 37 and we read right the way through to the conclusion of the psalm. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxuriant native tree. But he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless. Observe the upright. A future awaits those who seek peace. But all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future For the wicked. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in Him. And now over to 2 Timothy 4 and verse 9. Do your best, the Apostle says, to come to me quickly. For Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, because he is helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas and my scrolls, especially the parchments. Alexander the metalworker did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message." Of my first defence, no one came to my support. Everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood by my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Greet Priscilla and Aquila and the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed in Corinth and I left Trophimus ill in Miletus. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus greets you, and so do Pudens, Lydas, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. Really poignant words, I think you'll agree. If these are Paul's famous last words, if this is his last will and testament, it is instructive that his final words are Jesus and grace. The Lord be with your spirit, grace be with you all. It's wonderful to focus on the deep things of the gospel As we read the other verses, the verses that precede verse 22, we see Paul mentioning a whole cast of characters. Paul, as John Stott puts it, is lonely and cold and bored. He hasn't got his cloak, he hasn't got the parchments, and many people have forsaken him. And yet there is this network of Christian relationships that he has for good and sometimes for ill. People that he knows well and we learn a little bit about them. Going to focus on two of those people. First of all Mark or John Mark and then also Demas And we see that here are two individuals that are both on the Christian path, but one of them is growing and one of them is slipping back. We might imagine a path that is going steeply uphill and Mark is pressing ahead and Demas is slipping back. It wasn't always that way. Mark was someone who was struggling. Paul talks about this in Acts 15, 38. Mark had deserted, from Paul's point of view, him and Barnabas on a missionary journey. And so Paul is very, very reluctant. Indeed, he refuses to take Mark with him on a new journey. But here there's been a shift. Here there's been a change. And Paul says to Timothy, get Mark and bring him with you. He's helpful to me in my ministry. Mark is going in the right direction. And this is the Mark, this is the John Mark, most commentators believe, who actually wrote the gospel that bears the name of Mark. Failure is not final in the Christian life. Are you going in the right direction? Are you on the right path? You don't have to have everything sorted. You don't have to have every I dotted and every T crossed. Failure is not final. Forgiveness and restoration are there for you. That is the pattern of John Mark. But Demas is one who is going in a different direction on a different path. Demas was slipping back. He is mentioned in Philemon and verse 24 as someone who is a fellow worker with Paul. But here Dimas has deserted Paul. He's still a Christian, he's still a believer, but he loves the present world. Which direction are we going in as Christian people. Yeah, there may be failure and sin and compromise in the past. Actually, that's the case for all of us. But have we received God's forgiveness and restoration? And are we travelling in the right direction? Are we alongside John Mark as he journeys? Or are we perhaps alongside Demas? Yes, we're Christians. Yes, we're believers. But we love the present world, we struggle with hardship, and we're slipping back. None of this is said to condemn. There is forgiveness that is there for us in the gospel. There is grace, as Paul reminds us in verse 22. But which path are we on? Which direction are we traveling in? Let's take a moment today to examine ourselves. Are we with John Mark or are we with Dimas? Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for this colourful cast of characters that we see in 2 Timothy chapter 4. Helps us to just have a window onto the world of the early church, the network of relationships, the struggles and the joys that there were. Lord, to the extent that we're like Demas and we love the present world and we're slipping back, we pray for forgiveness and restoration. And we pray that you would help us, O Lord, to, as it were, journey with John Mark and to grow in the Christian life, to travel upwards on the right path. Yeah, we may have slipped up in the past, but we want to press on now and really live the life of discipleship with a passion to live it to the full. Lord, as we examine our hearts, we repent, we turn to you, and we pray for the strength to go again. Just as we pause in God's presence and as we pray, the picture of Eric Little has come into my mind again. I mentioned him previously falling down on the track, the other runners running off, But then he gets up, and in the power of the Spirit, he runs. And in the film, and indeed in reality, it's a true story, he outpaces the other runners, and he breasts the tape in the lead. A picture in many ways of John Mark. He'd fallen down, and yet he gets up in the strength of God, and he runs Maybe that's a word, maybe that's a picture for someone especially who is listening. What God is calling you to be and do in the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, help each one of us in this way, we pray. Help us to be on the right path and help us to be travelling in the right direction. In Jesus' name, Amen.